Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maddoxburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. to your feet, please. Stand to your feet, let us pray. Wow. Wow, put your hands together for the Lord one more time. Well, go around, welcome somebody to church, say something good to somebody. You're my brother, you're my sister. So take me by the hand Together we will Introduce yourself to somebody he comes There's no foe that can defeat us As we walk inside by As side. you move also you, you, you warm up yourself As love We, we will, will stand You're my brother You're my sister So take me by the hand Together we will work until we come. There's no foe that can defeat us. Walking side by side as long as there is. You're my brother, you're my sister. So take me by the hand. Together we will work. Until he comes It's a There's new no song that can It's a simple song As we walk You can learn it As long as there is love We will stand You're my brother You're my sister So take me by the hand Together we will work Until he comes no foe that can defeat us as we walk inside by side. As long as there is love, we will stay. Hold your neighbor and sing with your neighbor. You're my brother, you're my sister. So take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us. As we walk inside by side, as long as there is love, we will stay. One more time, you are my brother, you're my brother, and you are my sister. So take me by the hand. Together we will work. We will work until he comes. There's no foe. There's no enemy. There's no one who can defeat us. As we walk inside by side. As long as there is love, I think we should we sing it one for the last time. You're my brother, you're my sister, so take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us as we walk inside by side. As long as there is love, we will stay. 
Give the Lord a shout of praise. My God. Lift your hands and let us pray. As we gather, may your spirit work within us. As we gather, may we glorify your name. Knowing well that as our hearts begin to worship, We'll be blessed because we, we came. Oh, we'll be blessed because we, we came. came. Let's sing it one more time. As we gather, as we gather, may your spirit work within us. As we gather, may we glorify your name. As we gather, may we your name knowing well that as our hearts begin to worship our hearts begin to worship we'll be blessed because we came how many of you are expecting to be blessed because you came we'll be blessed because we came let's take it from the beginning as we gather as we gather, may your spirit work within us. As we gather, may we glorify your name. Knowing well that as our hearts begin to worship, we'll be blessed because we care. Steadfast love. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never will come to an end. For your mercies that are renewed every morning. Thank you for your faithfulness. As we have gathered, we have gathered not before a man, but before you. Speak your word into our hearts. Let everybody here live with a blessing in the name of Jesus. Let your word bring improvement, advancement, and progress into our lives. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Say your loudest, amen. amen. By the time this service is over, your life will be improved. I said, By the time this service is over, your life will be improved. If you believe it, shout, Amen. God is changing somebody's level from today's service. God is lifting somebody from a place to a higher place. In the name of Jesus. God is bringing a solution into that problem. If you believe it, shout amen. I believe strongly that by the time this service is over, you'll receive a solution to the problem you have. Father, thank you for miraculous solutions. Thank you for supernatural helps. Thank you for angels, ministering angels that you have dispatched from heaven into our situations. We bless you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Put your hands together and you may be seated in the presence of God. Wow.
Well, you are welcome to service. I know that God has something for us. Like I said, God is bringing improvement into our lives. You will be surprised how God will intervene in your situation. Somebody missed a good place to say amen. amen. Wonderful. Well, it's a pleasure and an honor to share with you the word of God. I believe that as I'm sharing with you God's word, God is making your life better. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me to 2 Timothy chapter number 2, verse number 20. The Bible says that, but in a great house, they are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, some to honor and some to dishonor. Amen. So the Bible says that when you are in a great house, there are different kinds of vessels. I came to tell you this morning that you are in a great house. This church is a great house. You are in a great house. And the Bible says that in a great house, there are different kinds of vessels. But all these kinds of vessels can be categorized into two different groups. Vessels of honor and vessels of dishonor. The next verse, the Bible says, if a man will purge himself of these things, he will become a vessel of honor, meet unto the master's use. Bible says, if you purge yourself of some things, you will become a vessel of honor. I see you becoming a vessel of honor. Why? Because the master wants to use you. Amen. The reason why God wants you to become a vessel of honor is because he wants to use, he says, you become a vessel of honor, meet unto the masters already for the master to use. Amen. So God is making us ready to use us. How is God purging us? John chapter 15. Jesus said, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Any branch in me, verse 2, that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And any branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth much fruit. So you can see that purging is a good thing. What does it mean to purge? To purge means to remove, to clean, and to remove impurities. What is an impurity? Something that is not pure. So Bible says that God is removing things from us. He's removing things from us. He's taking out bad attitudes. He's taking up gossiping. He's taking it all out of us. He's taking out lying. He's taking out the spirit of fear so that we can bring forth more fruit or that God can use us. How is he doing this verse 3? Jesus said Ye are clean by the words which I have spoken to you. So the, the how of God purging us or how God is purging us is by, by his word. He says, Jesus said, you are clean. You are clean by the words that I have spoken to you. Ephesians 5, 20, the Bible says that you be, washed by, you be cleansed by the washing of water by the word. The way you are clean is through the word. It says that he will use the word to clean. Anytime you hear God's word, God is making you better. Amen. Anytime you hear God's word, God is improving your life. Amen. As you hear God's word, God is making you a better wife. Amen. Be a Christian. When you're a Christian, you become a better wife. Amen. Be a Christian. When you're a Christian, you become a better husband. Amen. Yeah. I mean, which good Christian will slap his wife? You, the person doesn't even need to be a wife. Which good Christian will slap another person? So when you are a good Christian, you won't be a husband that slaps the wife. Instead of trying to go to institute of husbands and wife to be a great husband, just be a good Christian. Yeah. Mr. Spa, just be a good Christian. You will be a good husband. You will be a good wife. You will be a good child. You will be a good everything. As God's word comes... God is making you better. Verse 27, the Bible says that he may present you unto himself. Glorious. When God has finished with you, you will become glorious. You will become beautiful. You become presentable. Hallelujah. So God is, why is God doing all these things? So that he can use us. Amen. Now, back to the beginning. This is just 
We just made a detour to back to the beginning. It says, in a great house, there are many vessels. There are different groups of people in a great house. So today, or from today, I want to start sharing with you different groups of people you have in the church. Or different types of members. Hallelujah. The first type, let's get into it. The first type that you have are visitors. Visitors. As we are sitting here today, there are visitors here. Who is a visitor? Somebody who has just come to church. Somebody who was invited. Visitors can either be invited or they came by themselves. Sometimes you have visitors. You invite them. Even in your house, you invite them. Then they come. Sometimes also you have some visitors. It's like they can smell when you are finished cooking. And then they arrive. They just appear. Some people have the remote to my, my house. It's like they just appear. And every time they say they are passing by. Meanwhile, I, I always wonder, where are they going? Because I don't know where my house leads to. And sometimes they can, they, in fact, most of the time, they are able to arrive when food is ready. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> ah. you, are, you are laughing, but you are in the same WhatsApp group. In fact, you are the admin. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. This, another thing you should know about visitors is that visitors don't belong to the church. The visitors who come to my house, they don't belong to my house. Sometimes as we are here, you have people who are visitors. They don't belong to the church. They are just visiting. Number three, visitors are good. A church that doesn't have visitors is a church that is dying. I said a church that doesn't have visitors is a church that is dying. We must always have visitors. In our church, we love visitors. Because it's visitors that become members. All of us were once upon a time visitors in the church. Then we became members. Hebrews 13, 1, the Bible says, let brotherly love continue. Verse 2, it says, forget not to entertain visitors or strangers. Thereby, some having entertained strangers, have, no, some have entertained angels on our ways. Visitors are good. Some visitors are angels. How many of you are visiting today? If you are visiting, just give me a wave. You don't have to wave hard, just small. Okay, okay. Some of you are angels. Hey, Pastor, but a lot of visitors have come to my house. None of them is. A... Look, all the Bible is saying is that entertain the people, be nice to them because you don't know who they are. Once upon a time, I visited this church. I mean, I was just, I, I was young, I remember because I was there. I was very young. Young man, but little did they know that I was going to be the 94th bishop of this church. Can you imagine if when I came, they said, oh, he's too small, foolish boy, go away. What type of visitor is this? Go away, and then they sacked me. The church would have been one bishop short. So we value visitors. Bible says some of them, they are angels. As you are entertaining them, they are actually angels. Some are literally angels. Yeah. So we love visitors. That's the first group. Number two. I've almost finished preaching. Members. The second group of people in the church. There are actually about six, seven, eight, nine, ten groups. But number two. Members. Members. Some of the people in the church are members. Romans chapter 12, verse number 4. The Bible says, for we have many members, as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. So we be many are one body in Christ, and everyone members one to another. The Bible says, 
the body has so many members, and everybody does different. Verse 4 says they don't have the same office. It means the body, the members of the body, which is the parts of the body, they do different things. But it's one body. Then the next verse is 5. It says that the same way, though we are many, we are members of one body. And then we are members one to another. We belong to one body, which is Christ. And then we belong one to another. The first thing you know about a member is that a member belongs. I said a member belongs. When you have a member, the member belongs to the church. He belongs to the church. She belongs to the church. It's not like the member is thinking, no, I, I go to Christ, 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 Christian, Christendom, CCC. Yeah, or Christ Christian Center, CCC, but I'm in Lighthouse, or I'm in Loyalty House, or I'm here for the meantime. He belongs. Now, who decides whether you belong or not? You. Hello? Who decides whether you belong or not? You. The pastor doesn't decide. You decide. You tell yourself, look, I think I like this church. I belong to this church. You have to get to a person. There must be something good about this church. Even when I look at the way the church is warm. In winter. No, clap for me. I made sure the church is warm. I knew you were coming. Yeah, I knew that you wanted to wear a dress with your shoulder open so that you can show off your nice shoulders. So I warm the chest so that when you come, you are not feeling cold, shivering. No, 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 no. I warm the church. Now, this is our, our winter police. This guy is our winter. His job is to make sure that the church is warm. Yeah. As you are clapping... I think if you are clapping, clap. And if we are all clapping, let's all clap. Not two of us are clapping. No, let's, let's all clap at the, at the same time. We are members of one body. One of these days, I'm going to send him to you to ask you to buy gas. Don't say no. Because we are all members. We are all, are you not feeling warm? Are you not feeling warm? Are you not feeling warm? Are we all not feeling warm? That's it. Yeah, even those of you close to it, you are the ones... Winter police, look, I mean, the way you are dressed, nobody will even think it's winter. Because winter police is warming the church. Say amen. amen. You decide that I like something about the church. I, keep, I don't even know what I like about the church, but I keep coming. From today, I'm a member of this church. That's you decide. We don't decide for you. If I were to decide, I would decide everybody I see walking at Market Street, I'll say they are members of the church. But you have to decide, I'm a member of this church. Before, before, before I was invited to this church, my mother took me to so many churches. But when I'm there, I know that I don't belong to this church. But when my wife invited me to this church, where, where, where we had just finished matric, she invited me to the church, and I finally came. When I came to the church, I could feel that. I told you the other time. Let me tell you why I joined the church. One, I saw all my bad boyfriends in the church. Bad boys. I mean, bad boys that were being bad together. I saw they were all in the church. I said, ah, this church must be my type of church. If they can accommodate this guy. I mean, one of my bad boyfriends, he was very short. I mean, he, his center of gravity was very low, very short. He was my wife's brother. I said, this guy, if he can be in this church, then I can also be in this church. I can also be in this church. Yeah, but I decided, the pastor didn't decide for me. I decided that I'm a member. Yeah. Another sign of a member is that he comes to church regularly. He or she comes to church regularly. He or she does what? Comes to church regularly. Regularly meaning what? Maybe every Sunday, 
I think every Sunday is regular enough. No, don't. I, I, you thought I was coming to, he comes to church seven times a week. No. <laughs> or five times a day. <laughs> or five days a time. No. <laughs> he comes once a week. It's regular. It's regular enough. I said it's regular enough. Yeah. The second row church members are not happy with me, but those of you at the back, say amen. Once a week is good enough. It could be better, but it's good enough. Yeah. Not once every six months. If you come once every six months, you're not a member. Yeah, you're not a member. Yeah, you pass by. On your way in and on your way out. But he comes to church regularly. The third thing also is that he has filled a membership form. So his name is also in the church database. Yeah. At the end of this service, we are going to give you membership forms and you are going to fill them. We are going to take from you. They have only six questions. All the questions you know the answers to them. This exam is not an exam you can fail. Your name, your sex, your phone number, what again? Date of birth, address. I think that's about it. Yeah, simple. And who knows you? Who knows you in the church? It's finished. It's as simple as that. You thought you were going to fail. Oh, yeah. It's, it's an easy exam. Once you have filled that form, you come to church regularly. And you yourself believe that this is your church. You are a member of the church. It's as simple as that. If you hear that all the members of this church are going to heaven, you know that you are going. You just get up and you come. We are going. Yeah. We are the members of the church. Yeah. Members. Number three. Now, as we are going, you will see that the levels are changing because visitor is a good thing, but being a member is better than a visitor. Why do I say so? Those who visit my house, they only eat the time they are, they are visiting. But the members of my house, when the visitors go, they keep eating. It's as simple. You can ask my children. No, anything I say that you think is not true. My son is in the church. The, the one sitting over there. He's my son. He didn't just arrive. He's my son. You can ask him. Yesterday, around 11 or something, he was telling me, what can, either him or his brother, usually they confuse me at times. Yeah. One of them was asking me, what, what can they eat? And their mother had prepared jollof rice. So, you are a visitor, you are a visitor. Stay in your lane, stay in your lane. Now, uh, we are not there. We are not at home. <laughs> so, it's like, because of the press, and the jollof rice was prepared late in the night. Too. Because of that, one of them was asking me, what can I eat? <laughs> ah, this morning when we were coming, I think the younger one told me, daddy, I think you and mommy should plan on what you are going to eat and get it before you come home. Then I said, ah, but there's a full pot of jollof rice if you come to meet it. <laughs> but a visitor, you, I mean, can you imagine a visitor? We would, when we are going out, we will lock the door. But those who live in my house, they have keys to the house. Yeah, so being a member is better than being a visitor. Uh, as for me, I think, I think because pastor said that visitors are angels, I'm going to stay at visitor's level. You are at a lower level. <laughs> now, members... It's also great, but there's a higher type of membership. The third one I want to talk about is devoted members. Wow. Devoted members. Acts chapter 2 verse 42, the Bible says, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' doctrine and to fellowship and to prayer and to breaking of bread. These guys in the book of Acts, they were devoted members. Who is a devoted member? A devoted member is somebody who is passionate about the church. Devotion has to do with the heart. Passionate. Zealous about the church. Yeah, they are zealous about, they are passionate about the church. 
if you are talking to them about the church, you don't talk properly, they can easily beat you. Yeah. They don't joke. When it comes to the church, they just become heated up. When you start discussing things, you are talking about football. Did you watch Uganda versus Congo? Maybe they'll just be talking, yeah. They were playing a certain round leather and they were hitting it into one direction. A certain guy. Uh -huh. As soon as they say, uh -huh, then church, uh -huh, what are you saying? What are you saying? You say what? Yeah. yeah, when it comes to the church, themselves comes. Passionate. They, they, I mean, they don't get enough of the church. Yeah, sometimes we come here, as we are here this morning like that, we can easily live here at midnight. Without any effort. We don't have to like make a special effort to live at midnight. But some of you, as soon as we share the grace, you will be gone. Although you are members. I said, although you are members, as soon as we say, share the grace, even the grace that you share the grace like need for speed. Amen. Then you are gone. Even where we say our 1,000 members, because 1,000 is a lot, it's 100 members so that you can finish quickly and go. Yeah. They, they are passionate about the church. They are crazy about the church. They are in love with the church. Yeah, they love the church. The, the way they talk about the church, you think this is the best church in the world. Devoted members, they, they, they only see good things in the church. Yeah. These are the people who can, they see good things in the church, good things about the church members, good things about the pastor, everything. These are the people who will tell you, look, my, my pastor is the best preacher in the world. And that's a fact. You can't deny. Yeah. No, I'm not saying, I'm saying they will say. I don't know why you are making it into a problem. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. They are the ones who tell you, look, the girl who sings in the, in the church, she's the best singer in the world. That's a fact. And you can't deny it. Look. Are, I mean, when they talk about the church, if you have never been to the church before, you would think that they are talking about heaven. Because they are passionate. It's the same way when people are in love. That's how they talk. Look, one of the most difficult people to advise is somebody who is in love. You can't advise them. No, 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 no. Advice what? You can't advise them. I always tell people, take advice before you fall in love. Because when you fall in love, you cannot take advice. What, what does it mean? Take advice on the right person to fall in love with the right time to fall in love before you fall in love. Because when you fall in love, you can even fall in love with Osama Bin Laden. We will be telling you that he's a mastermind of suicide bombing. You will say it's not true. It's not true. Look, we can't, you say, look, you see, look, I mean, you guys don't like it. You say we are jealous. We are racist. You will say all these things. And you will tell us we don't like foreigners. That's why we are saying Osama Bin Laden is a, it's a Osama Bin Laden type of person. Yeah. Mm. Even when we show you all the facts, you tell us, I like him like that. Mm. At worst, you say, oh... Pastor, he will change. He will change. Some of you have been waiting for him to change. Seven years, he has still not changed. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So devoted members. Look, one day, I, I was with a guy, and he was telling me about his beloved. Now, I knew the beloved. If I didn't know the beloved, that would have been fine. But I knew the beloved. Personally. I introduced him to the beloved. Not to beloved those, just introduce him. Now, he was telling me that the beloved is a sanguine. Do you know who a sanguine is? 
Sanguines are the people who, once they come around, everybody becomes happy. They are the life of the party. When they come to any party, everybody is happy there. Do you get it? Uh-huh. Not, if you do a party, you don't. Two things you need at a party: a sanguine and jollof rice. If you don't have them, <laughs> it's a meeting. Yeah. If you don't have these two things, that your party is a meeting. Yeah. It's like an ANC, I mean Congress or something, but it's not a party. Jollof rice and a sanguine. Now, this guy was telling me that the beloved, meanwhile, I know the beloved. Look, she's as dry as brywood. Dry. So when he told me that, oh, pastor, my beloved is a sanguine. I said, if your beloved is a sanguine, then I'm the president of the United States. (laughs) But I could understand why. He's in love. I said he's in love. So everything the girl does is nice. Devoted members, everything in the church is nice to them. Yeah. The reason why you don't enjoy the church is because you are not devoted. If you were devoted, everything in the church you will enjoy it. Yeah, we'll enjoy it. Sometimes I come here, I'm not doing it. I just come into the church, then I go out, then I spark my car, then I go where I'm going. Yeah, it's not like I have a meeting here or anything. I just, when, when was this? Friday, I told my wife, I'm going to the shop to buy something. Now, from where I live, I can go this way, that way, this way, this other way, and that way. Anyway, <laughs> as I joined the road, I said, ah, let me go to the shop that is this way. Do you know why? So that I can pass by the church. That's all. So I just came to pass. I went to the shop. On my way back, I came into the church. Then I went to my office. I came out again. I went to. I didn't come to. Look, what I, I came to put something in the office. It was in my car. I just came to drop it. I could have brought it today. It's not like it will expire. I could have brought it today. But I just wanted to pass through the church. Yesterday, I passed through this church about four or five times. Just only yesterday. Just passing through. Hey, Pastor, you like to come here when people are. Even when it's empty, I just come. Empty. Em- even when it's empty, I like it. Yeah. When you are, look, some of you walk distances to go and chase girls. Why? Because you are devoted. You are in love. If you are, if you are devoted to the church, coming a distance to the church will never make any difference to you. Oh, we are going. We will get there. When will we get there? We'll get there. Devoted. It's like it's a love relationship. May you become a devoted member. May you become a devoted When you are a devoted member, not even you will be thinking, hey, when are we going to close? We are going to close at 666. The service is too long. The, when you are, look, there's a saying that time flies when you are having fun. When you go and visit somebody you like or you love or you are at a place that you like, you see in a, 60 minutes flies away. So, hey! My time is up already. Yeah, but when you come to church, you are checking. They said they'll close the church at 12.32. Now it's 12.31 and a half. Now when are we going to get this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of you are able to watch series. It will play. To, there was a series called 24. Jack Bauer. How many of you remember Jack Bauer? Yeah, Jack Bauer. 24. In every season, there are 24 episodes. 24 is for 24 hours. 24 episodes. Some of you can sit down and finish the 24 episodes in one day. And each episode is about 40 minutes or 50 minutes, an hour. Game of Thrones, that's what is on. God. God. I mean, a movie with dragons and things. Yes. Even what you are watching in Game of Thrones, you don't understand it, but you are watching. You are watching. Yeah. You are watching. You never say, you know, the time, the this. No. Why? Because you are devoted to it. 
If you can be devoted to this church, devoted to God, you will never worry about the time. You, you will actually, when you are coming on Sunday, you will free your day on Sunday so that you can relax and enjoy it. That's what devoted, devoted members do. Yeah, that's it. Number four, I close with this one for today. Committed members. Being a visitor is great, but being a member is better. Being a member is good, but being a devoted member is better. Being a devoted member is good, but there's also a higher type of membership, which is committed members. Committed members. Members who are committed. Some people are devoted, but they are not committed. I said some people are devoted members, but they are not committed members. Committed members are bound to the church. When a member is committed, he's bound to the church. He's bound. It's like he's tied to the church. Bound to the church. Committed members feel a sense of responsibility or duty towards the church. That's committed membership. When you see a committed member, he feels, I have a duty in the church. I have, I have to do something in the church. Bound. I said what? Bound to the church. Bound. Yeah. They don't come on one Sunday. They begin to feel something will go wrong in the church. Something will go wrong in the church. There's something I have to do in the church. If I don't go, no, they, they even have a feeling. If they don't come to do it, nobody can do it. So they will have to come to do it. Our person who cleans up this place, even cleaning of this place is something for ashes. Now, the person who cleans this place is, has not been feeling well this whole week. This morning, when I, we had to clean this place, my wife was sweeping, one or two people were around, they were helping, cleaning up the place so that you can come and have church. Why? Because one person is not feeling well. A committed member of the church is not feeling well. don't come, what goes wrong? Hiliu. Hiliu. I'm calling. It is you that I'm calling. 0877727334 is you. Pick up. Your phone is ringing. Don't let it go to voicemail. When you don't come around, some of you can travel for three months. We don't feel anything. I have somebody who traveled just yesterday to America. As I have come to church today, I can feel the difference. Yeah, I can feel, I already can feel the difference. I just, when I walk into my office, I start to, so what will we do with this? What will we do with this? What will we do with Because one person has traveled to America. But you travel for six months and the church will Hello? I said, pick up. I'm dying. I'm calling. What? what? Why are you being somewhere? I'm calling you. Pick up. You can go to Zimbabwe for 33 weeks and we will still be here. And when you come, we just continue from where we left off. They feel a sense of duty or sense of responsibility. That when, when you have, when you will not be there, we have to make arrangements. a committed member. Yeah. Yeah. Committed. I'm in this, I'm really committed to what we are doing. Another thing about a committed member is that they pay their tithe. A sense of responsibility, financial responsibility. They pay their tithe. They contribute financially to the, to the church. My children are devoted members of my house, but they are not committed members of my house. They don't contribute financially to my house. <laughs> hey, Pastor, but they are children. Yes, I agree, I accept. 
So therefore, they, they are not committed members of my house. They, do, they, they, they can't contribute. Yes, I agree. They are not committed members. Of Look, if you can't, you have a very good reason, legitimate reason. You are still not. I mean, how can you go to your house? You don't work. You say you are the breadwinner. Which, which, which bread are you winning? I hear, yeah. <laughs> I hear yesterday in Zimbabwe, arm robbers broke into a, a bakery to steal 500 loaves of bread. And that's a fact. Arm robbers with guns, they broke into a bakery. Sasko, Sasko, Sasko. What's the other bread? Albany and Sasko. They broke there, they stole 500 loaves of bread. <laughs> With guns, can you imagine? Charlie, Zimbabwe is a wild place. <laughs> it's like they came in with guns. They didn't ask for money. No. They just took bread, bread, bread. Bring the loaves, bring the loaves. Come on, come on, come on. Bring the loaves. Then they bring the loaves. Can you imagine? Oh, God. God must help Zimbabwe, I, I tell you. <laughs> no, the hassle is real in Zimbabwe. The hassle is real. I mean, can you imagine somebody has a gun on you, say, bring the loaves, bring the loaves. Would you even have time to ask white or brown? <laughs> No, bring the loaf. Bring the loaf. Oh, we only have money. You are lying. Bring the loaves. Bring the loaves. We don't want money. Open the safe. Bring out the loaves. Hey. Then they put somebody at gunpoint. They say, open the safe. Press the combination. Loaves. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> open the oven. Open the oven. We like the hot one. Bring it hot, hot. Oh, sir, they have not been cut yet. Yes, we will cut it ourselves. Bring it out. Bring it out. <laughs> you see why a devoted member will say to you, my pastor is the best preacher in the world, and that's a fact? Yeah. Committed members contribute financially to the church by paying their time. Hey, Pastor, what, why don't you talk about offering? If you pay your tithes, you give offerings. People who don't give good offerings, they also don't pay tithes. So let's not even talk about offerings. If you pay your tithes, then you understand your role in the church. You will give offerings freely. Yeah. You will not give 20 rands when you can give 100 rands. Never. But when you don't pay tithes, already... You are a thief that God is looking for. <laughs> then, offerings, you will not also give much, please. Please. Tell your neighbor, stop the shenanigans. You will not give much. They contribute financially. Become a committed member of the church. Some of you are devoted. You come to church more than even the microphone comes to church. But you are not committed. As soon as we talk about money, you turn off your, your Wi-Fi signal. Yeah. Now, if you want somebody, to, if you want to know if somebody is serious, you talk about money. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if you talk about so many things, as yes, this, as soon as you talk about money, you know whether the person is serious or not. Yeah. When you start talking about money, everybody becomes quiet. You see how the church has become quiet? Yeah, because I've hit a nerve. You are fortunate. I just have three minutes to finish the preaching. But I've hit a nerve. The church, the people become quiet. Look, anything you are talking about, do you get it? Even if you are talking to your beloved and you want to know whether he's serious, just not ask for money. Kobe Harley, keep your eyes on me. Talk about something that has to do with money. Change, redirect the conversation to money. You will see. 
If he's serious, he'll be talking. If he's not serious, he'll be come quiet. Yeah. He'll become quiet. Talk about money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, a Nigerian man told me if you want to know if people are serious, talk about money. You will see it. Yeah. I like the quietness of the church. <laughs> Revelations 8 verse 1, the Bible says, and there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. <laughs> now, why, why is it so? Why is a committed member a tithe payer? Because commitment has to do with your heart. <clears throat> to be committed to something, your heart must go there. Your heart must go there. And the Bible says that where your treasure is, there also, your heart will be. So we have devoted members in the church who are not committed. And we have committed members, they are not even devoted, but they are committed. Yeah. They are, they, they are not always around, always running around. They, but when it comes to the most important thing, they pay their tithe. They pay. So if you don't pay your tithe, unfortunately, this group, you don't belong to it. Say amen. Amen. Should I repeat it? I said, those of you don't pay your tithe. You don't belong to the group of committed members. Say amen. Amen. Hey, Pastor, what is difficult? Why are you letting out? Moses, he called the people of Israel. He, he pronounced 26 curses. When he finished, he says, let the church say amen. And they, he says, and the congregation of the Lord said, amen. After 26 curses. Yeah. In another chapter, I think Deuteronomy 28, he pronounced 14 blessings and 56 curses. When he finished with the 56 curses, the Bible said, and the congregation of the Lord said, Amen. <laughs> Thank God that your pastor is not Moses. From today, decide to be a committed member. Somebody who honors the Lord with his tithe. It's like, this is my commitment. That's what, if you live in my house, when the month ends, I don't go and tell the landlady stories. I pay my rent. I pay. It shows the landlady that I am still committed to the agreement, to the original agreement, the lease. Now, because they know that, they know how you are, before even you sign it, they take a deposit from you. Yeah, so that if you, this month, you don't pay, no, they use your, your deposit to cover, and then they find a way of throwing you out. Yeah. To show my commitment, I pay my tithe. To show your commitment to the church, you pay your tithe. There are some of you, you are in this church, we are feeding you every day, you pay tithe at Guguletu. You pay tithe to T.B. Joshua. Meanwhile, I feed you every day. Without faith and with good word, well, you pay tight to TD Jakes, yeah, who you watch on television, on the television which you pay TV license anyway, yeah, and on DSTV, which you pay for, and you pay that you send your tight from here to Benny Hinn. Meanwhile, this is where we are feeding you at. It's like going to a restaurant. You eat their food. You go to, what are some of the restaurants are here? Nando's. Then when you finish eating at Nando's, you say, oh, I like the owner of Honchos. So instead of paying to Nando's, then you go to Honchos. Then you go and pay to them. How? 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 I'm paying to Honchos. Nando's should just make do with it like that. Some of you, that's how you treat us. Yet, you want us to consider you as committed members. I have news for you. You are not a committed member. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. May you become a committed member. Amen. Yeah. May your commitment level increase. Where it's like, look, you feel bound to the church. This is my church. When you are not here, you miss the church. And then you have a sense of responsibility. I have to do something. I have to do something. Next week, I talk about active members. Hey, 
to finish today on committed members. And my prayer is that if you are a visitor, God will help you upgrade to become a member. If you are a member, God will help you upgrade to become a devoted member. If you are a devoted member, God will help you to upgrade to become a committed member. As you go into God more, you begin to enjoy more. Stand to your feet, let's share a word of prayer as we close. Lift your hands wherever you are and pray for yourself. You know your level, where you are standing. You know where you are. Of these four groups we have looked at, you already know which level you are at. I want you to pray for yourself and say, Lord, help me. Help me to go to the next level. Help me to go to the next level. Help me to go to the next level. Maybe you are here, you are a devoted member. Pray, say, Lord, in addition to being a devoted member, help me to be a committed member. Help me to be a committed member in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Maybe you are a committed member. Praise the Lord. Help me to stay committed. Help me to stay committed. Because even in committed membership, there are different levels of commitments. There's fair weather commitment, which is people who are committed when things are good. There's situational commitment, which is people who are committed because of the situation. But there's also a higher level, which is non-situational commitment, which is, it doesn't matter what the situation is, I am committed. Whether I'm broke or not, I pay my tithe. Whether I have bills to pay or not, I pay my tithe. Just as you pay your taxes, no matter what your situation is. It's like a, a commitment that is non-situational. And of course, there's a higher commitment, which is a marital commitment. And that commitment can only end through death. Through death, until you die, I am committed. Pray for yourself wherever you are. Baso pale kosi paka. Ripota so kalema skepalola. Lanto talia sketo talaba. Branto paskepaloba. Ripoliba skenono skepalola. Ripota. Some of you need to pray that God touches your heart, that you develop a liking and a love for the church. Maso pale kosi paya. Brando lobo, brando lobo, repetoba, skipalola, sepatota, kendo lobo, skipalola, semo skipalepa doti. As long as there is love, we will stay. You're my brother, you're my sister, so take me. Until he comes, there's no foe that can defeat us as we walk inside by side. As long as there is love, we will stay. There's no enemy that can defeat us. There's no foe that can defeat us as we walk inside by side. There's no foe that can defeat us. There's no foe that can defeat us as, as we, we walk inside the side. As long as there is love, we will stay. There's no foe that can defeat us. There's no foe that for as long as we are together. Nobody can defeat us. As long as there is love. We will stay. One more time. There's no foe. There's no foe that can defeat us. As we walk inside by side. As long as there is love. We will stay. Lift your hands, let us pray. Father, thanks a million for every hand that is lifted up. Give us the grace to belong. To belong properly. Your word declares that we are all sheep of your pasture. Let us belong properly to this pasture. 
placed us in. Out of this congregation, raise devoted members. Raise committed members in the name of Jesus. Raise diehard members in the name of Jesus. We come against every deception of the devil to take any one of our members out. We cancel it in the name of Jesus. We say it will not prosper. Your word declares that no weapon fashioned against us will prosper. There's somebody here, the devil is speaking to you. And the devil is giving you an option. Leave the church. Join another church. There's something better somewhere. Today, I bring a stop to that voice in the name of Jesus. Receive deliverance in the name of Jesus. It's a deception of the devil. We have seen it time and time again how people have listened and followed that voice and have turned out wretched. Because, not that this church is the best church, but this is where God placed you. This is where your heritage is. Even when God sends your blessing, he brings it to this address. You go somewhere else, the package comes, you are not here to receive it, he goes back to send that. May your feet stay. Bible says he lifted up my feet and he planted it. From miry clear, he planted it on a rock. May your feet be planted on a rock to stay. Lift your hands. Just thank God wherever you are. Thank God for deliverance. Deliverance from deception from the devil. Deception from the... Deliverance from the serpent that deceived Eve in the garden. Deliverance. Deliverance. Deliverance in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? With every eye closed, every head bowed, you are here. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. I want to pray with you quickly to surrender your life to the Lord. You are here like that. I want you to lift up your right hand, every eye closed, every head bowed. Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up your right If you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head, please. Lift your hand high above your head. Pastor, please pray with me. Lift, don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Every eye closed, please. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. Lift your hand right high above your head. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. I want to go to heaven when I die. Pray with me. Pray with me. Thank you for that hand. Thank you. If you have lifted up your hand, I want you to come to me in the front and let us pray. Let's, let's get serious. I want you to come to me. Come to me, my brother. Don't be shy. Your friends may be laughing, but don't be shy. Come to me. Come to me. Come to me quickly. Come quick. Don't be shy. You are making the best decision of your life. Don't be shy. Allow your friends to laugh. But in that day, we'll see who will be laughing. Who will be laughing? Let him have Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus. Look at me. Look at me so you can hear what I'm saying. Say, It's your prayer. I'm just helping you to pray because it's your first time praying that prayer. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess you, Jesus, as the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for them?
Father, thank you for these wonderful gentlemen and lady. Bless them. Cause your face to shine upon them. Let it be well with them. Every challenge in their lives, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Let there be a supernatural solution. Fill them with your spirit and use them to your glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, brothers and sisters, those young people over there, they just have something to give to you quickly and then you. We believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.